The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. The Jewish leaders were seeking to kill Jesus because he was not only breaking the Sabbath, but was calling God his own Father, thereby making himself equal to God. Jesus said to them, If I testify about myself, my testimony is not true. There is another who testifies on my behalf, and I know that his testimony to me is true. You sent messengers to John, and he testified to the truth. Not that I accept such human testimony, but I say these things so that you may be saved. He was a burning and shining lamp, and you were willing to rejoice for a while in his light. But I have a testimony greater than John's. The works that the Father has given me to complete The very works that I am doing testify on my behalf that the Father has sent me. And the Father who sent me has himself testified on my behalf. You have never heard his voice or seen his form, and you do not have his word abiding in you, because you do not believe him whom he has sent. You search the scriptures because you think that in them you have eternal life, and it is they that testify on my behalf. Yet you refuse to come to me to have life. I do not accept glory from human beings, but I know that you do not have the love of God in you. I have come to my Father's name, and you do not accept me. If another comes in his own name, you will accept him. How can you believe when you accept glory from one another and do not seek the glory that comes from the one who alone is God? Do you think that I will accuse you before the Father? Your accuser is Moses, on whom you have set your hope. If you believed Moses, you would believe me, for he wrote about me. But if you did not believe what he wrote, How will you believe what I say? The Gospel of the Lord. The setting of today's Gospel is a great controversy between the Jewish leaders and Jesus. These Jewish leaders want to kill Jesus. In fact, the entire Gospel of John is set up as a kind of court scene from beginning to end culminating in the great trial before the high priest and Pontius Pilate. In this particular chapter 5 of the Gospel of John, Jesus sets out some of his witnesses for the defense. We know who the witnesses are for the prosecution, the scribes, the Pharisees, Judas Iscariot, and others. Here, Jesus sets forth some of his witnesses. First of all, John the Baptist. Jesus says of John, he was a light shining like a burning lamp. You were willing to rejoice for a little while in his light. That's the first witness. The second, he says, is the works of the Father that he has given me, the very works that I am doing testify on my behalf. So the miracles testify that, in fact, Jesus is the Messiah. 
the Son of God. The third witness is the Father himself. As Jesus says, the Father who sent me has testified on my behalf. That happened at Jesus' baptism and at the transfiguration when the voice of the Father spoke and said, this is my Son in whom I am well pleased. Listen to him. So there's the Father's testimony. Then we have the scriptures. As Jesus says, you search the scriptures because you think in them you have eternal life and it is they that testify on my behalf. That would be the Old Testament prophecies, messianic prophecies that we have in abundance. They all testify about the Messiah that Jesus fulfills. So that was the fourth. And then the fifth is Moses himself. As Jesus says, your accuser is Moses, but he wrote about me. And he did. In Deuteronomy chapter 18, Moses said, the Lord will raise up a prophet like me. And the whole tradition said that that prophet would be the Messiah. Also, Moses wrote the book of Genesis. And in the book of Genesis, we have God actually talking to the serpent, Adam and Eve, after the fall. And he says to the serpent, I will put enmity between you and the woman, between your seed and his. You will strike his heel and he will crush your head. So right there as well, Moses is testifying about the one who will crush the head of the serpent, which of course is Jesus. So we have five witnesses. Now why does John set all this out? Because this court scene still goes on today. There are many witnesses for the prosecution in our culture that want to testify against Jesus and for atheism or other practices. We're called to stand up and be witnesses. Now there's an example of how we can do that in the first reading because there, just after God had given Israel this great favor, the law, the Ten Commandments on Mount Sinai, the people go and commit the greatest apostasy since the fall. In fact, it's the second fall. It's the golden calf apostasy. God is completely now fed up with the people and he's saying to Moses, I'm going to wipe them out and I'll start again on you. And what does Moses do? He acts as a witness for the people and he intercedes, he prays for the people and God changes his mind and the people are saved. There's an example of how a person can be a witness. One person, Moses, saved the entire nation. Abraham one person started the whole nation. One person can, by a life of holiness, have great impact on entire nations. This is sometimes referred to as the scandal of particularity. One person can have such an impact on the present generation and future generations. And that's something to keep in mind when we decide when we get up in the morning, how should I spend my day? Should I pray first thing? And if we spend the time with God first thing and really surrender ourselves to God and say, use me. I want to be that one person that changes the lives of others. 
God will accommodate us in ways that we can never imagine. His grace will pour into our hearts, and we will be like that one person who future generations will look back upon and say, this was another Moses, another Abraham, another David. That's the opportunity we have each day, because each day is completely new, never happened before, never will happen again. Absolutely unique in all of salvation history is today. How are we going to be used? We have choices to make. So you're here, and that's very good. Let's continue to pray that God would fill us with his spirit, that we may be good witnesses, because the trial continues. We're called to testify, to witness. And the Greek word for witness is martyr.